It seems like if there's a problem, we need to solve it. We need to find the answer. Now, that seems to work well if you've got a practical problem you need to resolve. Or let's say a physical health issue for which you go to the doctor, obviously, and they give you a test, um, an examination, and a diagnosis, and they tell you what to do. But when it comes to a psychological problem, finding a cause for it isn't always straightforward. This podcast may challenge your beliefs about well-being. Hi, we are Rani and Suraj, a husband and wife team, psychiatrists, authors and well-being coaches. We guide heart-centered entrepreneurs and professionals to their true well-being. We bring our mental health and coaching experience and understanding of Eastern spirituality into our conversations every week. So if you're excited to embrace clarity, fun and ease in your life, relationships and business, stay tuned. Welcome to the Listening into Wellbeing podcast. So we thought we'll address that in this week's episode of our podcast. We want to see how this applies, if it does, in the case of our mental health. So you only have to look around at so many of the theories that we come across in psychology or mental health or psychiatry that have been developed to explain our psychological distresses and mental disorders of all kinds. And one thing that you will find quite striking is that all those theories are looking to establish causality of some kind between the past and the present. And we all get into that way of thinking, don't we? When we experience any psychological distress or emotional upset, we get drawn into looking for the cause. And the biggest trap is we end up looking outside of us, things external to us in our relationships in objects. Our mind doesn't like having a problem or perceiving something as a problem and not having an answer. And say, we feel upset. The next question we'll be asking is, why am I feeling upset? And then we look around us, oh, this is because something, something happened. Why am I feeling so angry? The answer that might come to our head might be, It's because my partner left the dirty dishes and did not even bother to wash them. Or it could be, my boss has been very unkind to me. That was very harsh feedback they gave me. Or something like, my child won't stop crying and I'm getting mad. So what we are trying to say is that the mind is a fixer. The mind likes to solve problems. It will invariably come up with solutions or our so-called problems. And it's really interesting if you think about it. Now, in mental health, because that's our area of expertise, for decades, we have been trying to find out the root cause of depression, for example. We have some ideas, we have some theories, but nothing is proven. Like the serotonin theory of depression. And there is still a very common misunderstanding among lay people and professionals alike that there is a deficiency of serotonin, this neurotransmitter in the brain, that causes depression. And we know many of you will connect with this fact that people struggling with depression were told until very recently that they need to take an antidepressant like they would take insulin for diabetes, for example. Quite a bold claim being made by the psychiatric establishment until very recently based on this chemical imbalance theory of depression. Yes, a theory that has not been scientifically proven. And what is helpful for some people might not be helpful for others. 
I have a few patients who are very grateful to have a diagnosis. They feel that because they have been given a diagnosis, their suffering has been validated. And so they feel hopeful. They feel hopeful about the treatment that might be offered to them. They feel hopeful that things can change. And there are other people who might not want their suffering to be labeled. However, so many of us have been guilty, haven't we, of attributing cause to our labels. So sometimes I come across people who have been led to believe that they are a certain way because or they experience certain emotions and feelings because of their diagnostic label. And they are sent away with this form belief that that's the cause of their distress and misery and the suffering they're experiencing. So we wanted to pose this question to you for you to reflect. What if suffering is the result of our seeking of a cause? So what would happen if we feel a certain way, say, say I'm feeling distressed, I am distressed because I'm having a distressing experience. What if that's the cause? What if if I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling happy not because I got a promotion or someone said something kind to me. Maybe I'm happy because I'm having a happy experience. Just consider that. Would our life be different if we had that attitude or we saw problems simply as made up by the mind? Because think about it. The same thing that we consider a problem one day, a few months later, we might consider that as an opportunity. What if problems and solutions are both constructs of the mind? And our habit and tendency to look for reasons for feelings that we don't like, feelings that we want to remove from our experience, we don't apply that same rule when it comes to feelings that we tend to like, don't we? So if you're feeling happy, we don't go about looking for a reason to explain the cause of our happiness. You're not questioning, you're not looking. Yeah, no, I get it. Because we are not looking for, oh, I have to find the answer. Why am I feeling so happy? We don't bother in a way. Exactly. We've touched on this before in previous episodes, like you were in this state of uh, just being present. And there is a sensation that comes with it, doesn't it? There is this feeling. But we don't go about sort of questioning, okay, I need to find an explanation for and it. And so the that moment can... we do, we lose it. Yeah. The mind doesn't like uncertainty. It wants to be certain. It needs certainty to grow, to feed itself. And so if we are having a problem, a psychological problem, mind will tell us it can't rest. We can't rest until we find a solution. And there's a huge degree of incompatibility between what our ego mind seeks all the time and, and how life is supposed to be. So our ego mind can't be at peace with the randomness of life the unpredictability, with the fact that things happen by chance in life. The ego mind is always looking for, as you said, certainty, always trying to be one step ahead of the present. Or even heal from the past. Like it wants to do the healing itself. doesn't yeah. want to leave it to chance. Mind exists in a time machine. So it will go to the past, go 10 years, 20 years to the past and quickly go to the future again and back and forth, back and forth. And it's fascinating, this mind that we really need to go about life 
it can be our greatest friend and greatest support. And it can also add to our worries, to our suffering. So in summary, we explored whether there was a true cause for psychological problems. We started off by talking about the cause of mental health issues to then talking about the mind and how the mind doesn't like unpredictability. It cannot deal with uncertainty and how we use the mind to figure out answers. And it's all made up. And then we got the big clue that it's the mind's activity that causes us to go on this seeking journey to find answers to our problems. And when we learn to observe, to be vigilant of that and get off that cycle of seeking, the problems don't remain the same. The challenges are still there. The life situations are still there. But somehow we seem to know how to handle those better and suffering ceases in its own time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please feel free to share it using the social media buttons on this page. We'd also be very grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to Listening Into Wellbeing. Your reviews help us reach and connect with more listeners like yourself. Remember, true well-being is always innate and constant.